Hi, this is Jim. And this is Bax. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers' needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers Podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Checking Out the Competition. This time I am joined by our friend Dominic from Lighthouse Hockey, which is the Islanders blog on the SB Nation Network. And we are going to be chatting ahead of the Home and Home series that we have tonight up in Brooklyn and then Friday afternoon in Philly. Um, Dominic, how are you? Pretty good. Thanks for having me. Is your last name Jansky? Uh, Jansky, technically, Jansky. but it's See, you know, rarely gotten right. That's why I didn't say it, because I didn't ask yeah. you before we started, and I was like, exactly. there were, there was like an umlaut. I knew I was going to mess it up, but I didn't ask. Okay, yeah. Jansky. Anyway, thank you so much for agreeing to do this with us, um, and we'll get right into the questions. So, um, we're just about a quarter of the way through the season. Everyone's starting to do their quarter of the season awards and quarter of the season, you know, checking in with how everyone's doing, and... You guys are right now in a wild card spot, which is pretty good for you. Um, but a wild card spot in the Metro Division is like three points out of first place and like five points out of dead last because this division is a complete shit show. <laughs> um, how are you feeling about your chances to stick in the playoffs this year? Um, I, I have a maybe unjustified quiet confidence that they'll get it done. Um, you know, maybe that's Tavares' faith and um, just how they've played overall so far. But uh, yeah, just recognizing that the Metro is is totally scary, and that you know probably some decent teams are going to be left out, and it it's almost seems like an automatic that there's going to be five teams from the Metro making the playoffs. So, but um, I probably went into the season thinking the Islanders should get a wild card spot, and that's kind of where I am now. I guess now I the way it's gone so far and with New Jersey leading, I feel like oh they they might even have a chance of doing better than wildcard, but, you know, we'll see. I know, speaking of New Jersey, um, they've been kind of the the team that surprised me a lot so far this season. I uh, I mean, I expect them to be better, but I, I certainly didn't expect them to be this good. Um, are there any other teams in the Metro that have surprised you so far? Um, I mean, I guess, even though Washington took a big hit to its roster, I still felt like they would be performing better than they have so far but um yeah definitely the devils were the biggest surprise at at the beginning when they started it was like okay that's cute you know that'll (laughs) come back to earth and now that we're a quarter of the way in it's like okay you know they may be a a real uh, contender here for a playoff spot as well so i've got to take that seriously yeah everyone keeps telling me that their underlying numbers aren't very good but they keep winning games so at some point i think you kind of just have to like they might actually be good, which sucks yeah. for all of us, but they might actually be good. Um, okay, so one of the things I kind of wanted to get into you about, because I find it super interesting as like an, an outsider looking at Islanders organization and your fan base and stuff like that, is there's like so much up in the air for you guys, um, like where you're going to be playing, um, what John Tavares is going to decide to do, which I, I kind of maybe thought would have been settled by now, but here we are. Um and with so much up in the air, but the team actually performing well, what's the overall feeling for the Islanders fan? Are you guys optimistic? Are you just kind of enjoying the ride, or how's that going? 
Uh, I mean, there's definite relief that they're performing well because that kind of puts some of those other um, side distractions at bay a little bit. Um, it's, you know, I mean, the, the worst case scenario heading into the season was Tavares still being unsigned and no progress on building. And also, if the team looked bad, you know, which is no one really knows what's going in his head. And I can't think of a better star to sort of handle this situation and just you know, really compartmentalize all the issues. Um, but, it you know, it seems like he wants to be an Islander for life. He wants to believe in that. But he's also going to wait until as many things are settled as possible because he knows he doesn't have to decide um, ahead of time. And he knows that it's really the second half of his career that he's, he's making a decision on. So uh, the performance of the team it provides some relief there. Um, you never know with a state process, government process, but signs kind of point to some arena, not arena certainty, that's way too much, but the proposal they have for Belmont kind of looks good, and it looks like there are a lot of sort of uh, off-the-record hints that um, the people who would make decisions on that would want that to happen, and so theoretically that would, uh, you know, take care of the other area of concern for him, which is, will they actually have a good place to play that, that they want to play, and, you know, that they can call home, so... Uh, I guess it's going about as well as expected through the first quarter. Okay. Do you think Tavares is going to stay there? I mean, I think he's going to because I feel like hockey players never leave. Um, they usually yeah. stay pretty loyal unless, you know, there's a huge amount of money. I mean, obviously, he would get a huge amount of money anywhere he went, but I feel like the Islanders right. will pay him um, what he's worth if, if he chooses to stay there. Yeah, if I had to bet, I mean, I would definitely bet on him staying, although I don't think it's a sure thing. I mean, any number of things could be really um, deflating for him between now and, and the summer um, in terms of staying with the Islanders, but it seems like he's, he's trying to give it uh, the best shot. Um, it, it, you know, it's just, and also that I think there's the sense that with the new ownership, that if the season doesn't work out, that they would make more management changes um, to sort of, you know, the two owners seem great so far. They're very fan-friendly. They want to invest in the team. And it seems like they will do whatever they can to convince him to stay. And just the way free agency is, it's kind of like the, um, it'd probably be more complex to leave than to stay. I mean, there's maybe just a handful of teams that could really guarantee him the space and a better future than, um, you know, than any of the other toss-up teams, including the Islanders, that, that are in the league each season. So that's true. All right. So speaking of Tavares, obviously we're all going to have an eye on him when he's taking the ice tonight and on Friday. Um, one of the guys that I'm excited to see is Anders Lee. Um, he's been pretty exciting so far this season. Are there any under the radar players that Flyers should be keeping an eye, Flyers fans should be keeping an eye on? Um, well, you know, I don't know how under the radar he is still, but um, the Flyers have you know haven't really seen him yet. Is uh, Matthew Barzal, the mm. rookie who? Um, He's really, and he started the season a little slow, at least points wise. So, and now he's almost, I uh, think maybe a point behind Clayton Keller for the the rookie lead. He's a very dynamic player. He's honestly, for the past fifteen games, has probably been their best player. Um, he just the way he stick handles, manages the puck, goes to all kinds of areas, creates havoc, and he's really created a, a combination with Jordan Eberle um, on the second line that's given the Islanders a, a very legitimate um, second line threat. So uh, the first line is working the way it did last year with, with Lee and Tavares, and, and now Josh Bailey is there. Um, you know, People thought that Eberle would be that, that sort of scoring winger that Tavares would finally have, but 
Um, so far, Bailey's working fine there in that spot, and Everly's really found some chemistry with Barzell. So Barzell would be the guy I would look for. Yeah, Everly, he's another one. You know, very good scoring winger. It's almost like, you know, what Edmonton needs. <laughs> a good scoring winner. Where would they ever find one of those? I, just, I like to laugh. I like to laugh at the Oilers. Um, it's, yeah. it's fun. <laughs> yeah, they're a fun team to watch from afar. <laughs> yeah. Um, any flyers you're looking forward to watching tonight? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm cut out the oh, first sorry. part. Any flyers you're looking forward to seeing? Um, well, I'd love to see Andrew McDonald back in the lineup. Uh, old friend. <laughs> we were going to ask what the return policy is on defensemen. <laughs> if maybe maybe you guys need him, we don't want to hog yeah. number one defenseman. Yeah, you know, we're carrying eight defensemen, so really, we you know we wouldn't want to be greedy. There. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, if, what is I? I still have trouble saying it. Gus Gus despair. Gus despair. Yeah, he's always fun to watch, yeah. um, and it, it's it's interesting to watch. You know, several of the Flyers uh, young guys just as they're coming up because they've always been that team that has spent whatever it takes to kind of stay in the picture. And so mm-hmm. when they're able to replenish, um, you know, with prospects, that always you know adds a different element. So um, yeah, just you know, just kind of more wanting to take stock in, in how that's going for Philadelphia right now. Yeah, I don't think I think unfortunately you won't see Andrew McDonald leading to any Islanders goals tonight, but you might see some on Friday. <laughs> he might be back on Friday, so you might get your wish there. Um, and then just one last question: What are your predictions for this home and home series? What do you think we're going to see overall? I mean, I think the Islanders. Will will come out well tonight uh, because they've been so good at home. They seem to just be comfortable in that building, and maybe the weird, you know, dimensions in the building are, are unsettling to opponents. I don't know, but um, the car freaks everybody out, probably. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The car, <laughs> the end wall. Yeah, the scoreboard's off center. A lot of people complain about that. Um, so, I mean, if I would have to pick a night, you know, the Islanders would take the first one, but these. And I don't know how the Flyers are. The Islanders always seem to have this before Thanksgiving and then matinee after Thanksgiving mm-hmm. um, set. And it's just, I mean, hockey's unpredictable anyway, but it, it, Friday is who knows. So maybe the Isles win tonight and then they, you know, have a hangover loss on Friday is the best I can say. <laughs> That's actually, I'm actually on board with that because I think that the Flyers will lose tonight because they're coming off of a game against the Canucks and they're going to be tired and looking forward to turkey. And then they're going to win Friday because Andrew McDonald's going to be back, and the Flyers are going to start winning games, and then everyone's going to attribute it to Andrew McDonald, and it's going to be like a whole thing. So that's what we have to look forward to here, and that's what I think we're going to see. Nice. All right, so thank you again, Dominic Jansky. Yes, that's right. I nailed it. Um, Tell the people where they can find you online and on social media. Um, yeah, lighthousehockey.com and our Twitter handle that mostly I manage is uh, LHHockey um, on uh, Twitter. And, of course, we have Facebook, too. But Yeah, yeah. And, and if you guys sure. don't read a lot of Lighthouse Hockey, you guys do the best satire on the SB Nation Network. Your satire stuff always makes me laugh. Thank you. I appreciate that. And that's mostly due to uh, Dan Saraceni, who's really taken that off. And he is funny on Twitter, too, yeah. at Culture of Losing. So he's yeah. a guy to follow. Uh, 
for obvious reasons. <laughs> All right, so we've got tonight's game in Brooklyn at 7 p.m., and then we've got Friday afternoon back in Philly at 4 p.m., both against the Islanders. Probably going to split them, but we'll see what happens. Thank you very much, Dominic, again, and have a very happy Thanksgiving. All right, thanks. You too, Kelly. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.